Hey everybody, it's Jake, and I am alone in the basement. Uh, today, for this one, uh, I get to interview uh, Dave Yen, who's known throughout the Northeast and actually everywhere. She's all over the country, and uh, she's been international too. So this one's a really cool one, one I'm, I'm really pumped to do. She's been you know, a big part of the New England scene for years now. So to, to get someone like this on the podcast, it, it means a lot to me that they would even consider talking to, to me in my basement. So, uh, by now you should, uh, should know the deal. Uh, just stick to the ad and then on the other way back, we'll be talking to Davey N. All right, everybody, we're back and we are with Davey N. Uh, she's currently the WSU spirit champion, one half of the chaotic wrestling tag team champions. Uh, she's all over the country. She's been international and I'm super pumped to have her here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so I, I'm not going to ask you any questions about the start of your career because you were just on the year one podcast and I feel like if anyone wants to hear about that, it's best to go listen to that interview because it was great. And, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and I don't want to like step on any toes because I feel like you told a lot there. So there's no point in repeating yourself. Oh, thank you. I honestly, I was just um, like complaining the other day um, in like group chat. We were like, oh, I hate when like a podcast like doesn't do research. And they just like <laughs> a lot of the times it's like, so where did you start training? And I'm like, it's like in my Twitter bio. <laughs> <laughs> the only question I'm going to ask is how's the bathroom remodeling going? Oh, it's almost all done. <laughs> like I just have to install... Um, like the the vent fan for when you shower um and i have to get a new window and paint around the window and just do like a little bit of touch up um but the bathroom is gorgeous um i installed like all new shower fixtures myself um i had like I, other work like the new floor the new tub and stuff i had to um have somebody else do but like I've renovated my entire house, like, almost myself, so I'm very proud. <laughs> you, sh you should be. Uh, I can't even do that to my house because I suck, and every time I paint, no matter how hard I try, there's always paint all over the ceiling and okay, <laughs> all over the Okay, so bottom. I was painting this weekend, um, and I hate painting. Um, I, have, I have a two-bedroom condo, and so the, the guest bedroom – um, I was like, okay, I need to redo that first, um, in case, um, like I was supposed to have a roommate move in, but with Corona, who knows? Um, I was like, I have to do that bedroom first, like just, you know, somebody else is going to be living in there. So I painted that closet cause it was disgusting. And then I like looked at my closet and I was like, oh, I don't need to paint this. And then, so I was like polishing my floors and I took out my shoe rack and I was like, oh, the baseboard's really gross. Uh, I should paint that. And then I looked at the walls, and they were, like, all scuffed. And I was like, oh, I need to paint the whole closet. So um, I painted it, and then, like, around my closet, all the paint was peeling off. And then so I spent, like, an hour taping around the closet to, like, get perfect lines. And I still got paint, like, overlapping i was so angry <laughs> so i ended up going on amazon and i bought car paint touch-up brushes that are really really small and they come in packs of a hundred so i'm just gonna use that to touch up my lines uh and see how that goes <laughs> well well good luck 
And, Thank you. Uh, uh, one of the things that I always like to talk about in podcasts is that you never know what weird connections you might have with the people that you do interview with, interviews with or just wrestlers you know. Uh, the only weird one we have is that we uh, both at probably a similar time lived in Worcester County. Oh, really? You were from lived in Worcester County? Um, When my parents split up, my parents are from Massachusetts. My dad moved back, and my mom stayed here in upstate New York. And uh, for the last few years of my dad's life, he was living in Northbridge. So that's where I spent a good amount of time, too. Oh, my gosh. I literally live right next to Northbridge right now. Oh, so you in uh, Uxbridge? Yeah. Ah, yep. (laughs) So I grew up in Rutland. Um, and then I moved to North Brookfield for a little bit, and then I moved to back to Rutland, and then to Holden, and then I just bought my house in Uxbridge. Yeah, so I, I know exactly where where you're at, which is a weird thing when you know there's, there's always so little stuff. Funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean I work in Worcester. Um, so it's very convenient. I'm exactly halfway between Worcester and Providence. So it's ideal. Yeah. That was uh, great for me when, uh, I was, well, I guess there's like no shame in hiding it when I, I was yarding and that's how I met Drew from beyond. (laughs) And, uh, it was just easy to like, if I had to go anywhere, I could stop at my dad's and then just take, uh, you know, uh, what route is that? 146? 146. Yeah, yeah. Down to Providence, you know, straight from there. So it was, it was a cool time and, you know, it, it made stuff easy. Yeah. Right. I love it. I love it here. Uh, so now let's just get into the wrestling stuff. Um, when was the first time you felt like you were really making a stride in wrestling? Um, I would have to say, um, the first WWR tournament for tomorrow when um, I made it to the finals with Jordan Grace. Which is a great match, and uh, it is up now on YouTube, if anyone yes, wants to watch it. Yes, it is. I think all of the tournament matches from that show um, are online, or at least all of mine. <laughs> um, I wrestled Vanity in the first round, and then Karen Q in the second round, and Jordan in the finals. Which is a, a a list of really strong people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was really happy with all of my matches that day. Like at the end of the show, I just like I really felt like because bef- right before that, I was thinking of of not wrestling anymore, and um, that show really just been like, no, I'm like supposed to be doing this. I loved in the in the year one podcast, you talked about how it was Drew's talk with you about how, you know, he had a big plan for you. And that's one of the things that kept you going. And yeah. I thought it was funny because I could picture like him giving you the motivational speech in my head. <laughs> yeah. Just from- like, I don't know if he really knew what I was going through because um, I really wasn't open about it with a lot of people in wrestling that I was like going to be done. Um and like a lot of like a couple of my really close friends knew they're like okay like I think Davey might be taking a break but in my head I was like I'm not going to wrestle anymore and then like that one conversation it was just like okay no like I still need to do this yeah sometimes I don't think he realizes how motivational of a of a person he can be when he believes in you and how it makes you feel like oh my I, God, it's, I, it's so actually much everything. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, now, I love nicknames in wrestling. It's one of my favorite things, which is kind of weird. Um, but I love your nickname of Not America's Sweetheart. Where Thank did you. that come from? So there is actually a song by L. King uh, that's called America's Sweetheart. And she, like, I heard it. And um, she says, like, I'm not America's Sweetheart, but you love me anyway. And just... Like, if you listen to the verses and it's just like, like, there's like one line, it's like, I've got bad tattoos that I kind of like, or, you know, and I feel pretty with like my old boots on. Like, I don't just like everything just kind of resonated with me. Um, so I stole it from that. <laughs> okay. This is a weird thing that when I found out, it blew my mind. I'm not sure if you know, L King is Rob Schneider's daughter. Yes, I do know that. Isn't that crazy? I was like, no, you're when someone told me, I was like, you're fucking lying. And then when yeah. I looked it up, I was like, holy shit, I never would have guessed that in a million years. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, and then actually, one of my friends actually, like, they were like working from home or something, and they just had like on Spotify, and the song came on, and they sent a screenshot, and they sent it to me, and they were like, oh my god, this song is like so your gimmick. And I was like, did you not know that that's where I stole the name from? And like everything, everything in the song that she's singing about is like how I feel. And they were like, no, I had no idea. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm portraying it right. Right. Because that's like what I stole from. So. <laughs> Now, you've wrestled everywhere. You've been, you know, all across America. You've been to Japan. You've been a ton of places. And I think venues are a big part of what makes wrestling enjoyable for both wrestlers and fans. What are mm -hmm. some of the coolest venues that you've got to wrestle in? Um, so I think Faneuil Hall for Beyond was, like, a really, really cool venue. Um, the... Um, I'm trying to think. We I wrestled outside in Japan, like outside of a mall or something like that, like on a street corner. Um, it was wild, but that was really, really cool. Um, we just wrestled up in Canada that I'm blanking on the name. It was like a theater. Um, it's where C4 runs a lot of their shows or like all of their shows. Um, but that. That was, like, a really, really cool building, too. Um, I wrestled in a country club <laughs> in, like, the very beginning of my career. It's not where wrestling should be, but it was gorgeous. Um, it was the Tixbury Country Club. And then also um, in Connecticut, where Blitzkrieg runs, um, they it's, like... It's where they hold weddings there. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. Wrestling probably shouldn't be there, um, but it's it's gorgeous. Um, it has like these like big windows and like a chandelier and uh, like a balcony where you can like where us wrestlers can just sit and watch the show. It's really cool. So those are some of my, some of my favorites. Uh, and I actually, when doing research, I realized you wrestled where I live once. Where's that? Well, the town next to me. Uh, you wrestled for Dynasty in, like, summer 2018, and you wrestled in Amsterdam against Christina Marie. Oh, yeah. That was a drive, man. Yeah, I, that's that's where I live. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, it sucks, right? Oh, okay, okay. I know exactly. <laughs> 
Um, I've always loved the way those outdoor shows in Japan look. I don't know what it is about outdoor shows that appeal to me. Maybe it's just watching, you know, like Hog Wild with my dad. You know, when I was like 96. Yeah. And I always think of like the FMW, like fire rope death matches. When oh my gosh, those are terrifying. <laughs> Weird side question from your time in Japan. I know that you were wrestling on Marvelous shows the same mm -hmm. time Manami Toyota was there. Did you have any interaction with her? Did not. Okay. No. Yeah. It's still cool, though, to say you did that. That's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. I had no idea, like, what I was getting myself into. Um, and they all they did, like, a lot of, like, the exploding barbed wire matches and stuff like that. And I was just like... Sitting ringside for that <laughs> is just unreal. Yeah. I was just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I, I, I have a, a long-running joke with my friends that I'm always going to open up a deathmatch fed, but I feel like if I was ever going to even try it, I would just be terrified and I would never go through with it. Because it's yeah. cool to watch, but in person, I can't imagine it. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it was crazy. And then like, they do, like, the exploding barbed wire rope, and then, like, the match. People are, like, running up to the ring to, like, get in the ring with the rest. It's barbed wire ropes. Like, what are you doing? You kind of have to, like, guide the people in, in through the ropes so they can go celebrate with the rest. It was wild. It was wild. Oh, that's, that's crazy. The people just run up to it. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, don't touch it. Like, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> like, I got snagged enough by it, you know, just living by farmland that I don't want to be tossed into ropes full of. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you. Now, you've been doing this. Uh, have you, you've, you have reached the seven year point, right? Like, it's supposed have, to be this week. I have. Yeah. Um, the, I think last week was my seven year anniversary kind of a bummer time for it <laughs> yeah i mean because so like i debuted during wrestlemania weekend um seven years ago so like the time of wrestlemania is like always really exciting for me um and this year was just like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> like cool yeah, I, I, I mean, I feel the same way. I was only going to be watching, but it just, it was a bummer for everything to fall apart the way it did. Yeah. Uh, but on a positive note, since you have been around this long, you've gotten to wrestle a lot of, of like, names, uh, a lot of, you know, big places with a lot of great people. Who are some of your favorite people to wrestle? Um, right now, I love wrestling Ava Everett. Um, she is so fantastic. I love wrestling her. I, I love tagging with her a lot too. I wish people wouldn't just make us wrestle each other because we're a really great tag team. Um, so she's just like, she has so, so, so much potential and I just adore her. Um, Skylar, also my other tag team partner. I love, love her. Um, the Steve, stars i love wrestling them anthony green um i feel like i've always had like really good matches with anthony um chris statlander um i love wrestling her i'm trying to think um the main state posse uh are so good 
I had like a, a like a weekend of matches with them, and just fantastic. I loved, I loved all of them. Um, like I wrestled against them at Chaotic Wrestling with JT Dunn, and then we had a really super fun tag match, me and Ava, against them at Blitzkrieg, and both were just so fun. I just love them. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo, I loved wrestling her the two times I did get to wrestle her. Um, yeah, I think that's I think that's my top list. And that's a, a great list. All those people you mentioned are are amazing wrestlers. And a lot of those matches that you have with those people are up on YouTube. So if anybody wants to go and find those, they're, they're super easy to find. All you have to do is type in Davey N. Yes, I'm very easy to find. You are. And and a bunch I, of stuff on YouTube. <laughs> I think that's a plus, though, because you have a name that I, I had never heard of before in wrestling. And I mean, I'm pretty sure that's just, you know, your legal name. But it's still cool to have it something is, different. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know if it helps me or hinders me because, like, people don't know how to spell it or pronounce it. So I feel I'm like I don't know. It's very unique, so you're not like uh, you're not going to get a lot of hits um, if you do find it, like or like um, things that you're not looking for. But I feel like if you are looking for it and you can't remember it it's like not easy <laughs> yeah i'm so. guilty of mispronouncing it uh pl- plenty of times it's only been like the past like month or two that i finally got it nailed down <laughs> it's it's a difficult one and honestly like with a little bit of transition of me like kind of working more baby face i just let people call me davy <laughs> like um it's like people it's easier for people to ch- chant um um, like I put it on a t-shirt, like, I don't, I just like, yeah, whatever. Just call me Davey. It's fine. Um, talking about you, you're, you being a, uh, you know, now being a face and most of the time being a heel, you as a heel is, is great. I love it just because of, of like how mean you can get. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I love it when you yell at fans. I, <laughs> I, I always, I just, I love that. And I know fans are crazy. I've had plenty of, of my wrestling friends tell me how, how crazy and stupid fans can get. Have there been any times where fans took your banter too far? Um, I don't think so. One time a fan came up to me like after a show and I was in New York. He goes, you're a bitch on Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm a bitch everywhere. Like, what did I do? I don't like... I'm really I'm also very like bad at social media so I'm like what did I do to you on Instagram like I don't remember (laughs) um but like that was it and then I had one girl like a in like a local promotion in Western Mass she hated my guts and uh she like Facebook messaged me like very angrily and was like I don't know who told you you were America's sweetheart but you're not and um that's the gimmick I was like I was like, I, I've never called myself America's sweetheart. I literally say I'm not America's sweetheart. And she was like, yeah, you're just a bitch. And I was like, <laughs> I know. Like, you're just telling me things that I already know and I openly advertise. So it's not an insult. And she got really mad. Uh, but when I turn baby face, she loves me now. She buys all my merch. So. <laughs> wow, people are fickle. <laughs> people are really really fickle so but nobody's ever like gotten like 
super angry with me um, to the point where it was like crossing a line because I just like I don't think I care enough. <laughs> Which is the the best attitude to have. Like I loved. <laughs> On the year one podcast, I you said that you just don't give a fuck anymore. Which, yeah, I just don't. Which some people might hear that and go, "Well, that's that's a bad attitude to have." No, it's not. It's the perfect attitude to have because once you stop holding yourself to standards of what everyone else thinks of you or how they perceive you to be in the ring, out of the ring, whatever, there's like no one holding you to that, and you can just be free to be who you are. Right. Exactly. It's not um like. Like, I don't give a fuck, but I give a fuck up to, like, how I see myself. Like, if I, like, I'm going to be my own worst critic no matter what. So I care what I think, but everything else, I'm just kind of like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to be me. Because when I, like, the first, like, five years of my career, I really wasn't authentic and it showed. Um, So when I stopped caring and I could just be my authentic self, that's when, like, I finally, like, comfortable which, which is you know the best thing because the more comfortable and natural you feel in the ring you know the better that helps you as a performer right and uh daniel mccabe is a guy i've known forever i'm not sure how familiar you are with him but he's very open with the fact that he mostly wrestles for himself and what he likes and what he wants to do and oh yeah i mean so there there are matches if you see me do a cutter, I'm being an asshole. Like, I'm like, yeah, I want to do a, a, an RKO today just to, like, pop myself. Like, it's literally just because I want to be funny. When Ava and I wrestled, because we wrestled each other so many times, there are days where we were like, okay, uh, we went to this show in, like, Pennsylvania. It took us, like, six and a half hours, six and a half hours to drive there, and there was, like, four people in the crowd and oh. I was like you know what let's just and the and the promoter was like do whatever you want and we were like okay so uh I'm usually the heel she do the baby face so I was like I'll be the baby face and I'll do all of your moves and you can do all of mine and that's what we did because we wanted to be assholes so <laughs> like and we had fun at the end of the day, though, if you're not having fun in this, then there's no point. Like, I mean, yeah. I get some people might just be in it for money or to, like, try to, you know, reach a certain promotion or point. But at the end of the day, to me, what would be the most important is having fun. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, now, CW is a, a promotion that's been around for a super long time. Uh, I even remember, you know, being in like middle school, high school, trying to get my dad to take me to shows and he never did. (laughs) (laughs) But you are now the first woman to hold the chaotic wrestling tag team titles. Uh, You're a co-holder with JT Dunn. How proud uh, of yourself are you to be like the first woman to achieve that? Um, So, like, honestly, it didn't sink in for me for a little bit um like it was the most unreal moment i think i've had in wrestling um just because like chaotic wrestling is where i started like i had you know my first like real match there um it was no i didn't win my first title there but um 
like I I was the chaotic wrestling woman's champion um, for like well over a year, um, and then I I stopped wrestling there. Um, roster changes, you know, management changes, like, and there just wasn't room, and like that's fine. Um, and then when I started to come back um, on the shows again, and um, they they paired me up with JT. Um, it was something so different that chaotic wrestling has never done. Um, and it was, it instantly like felt special, um, working with JT. Uh, he's like, was just like, it just worked from our very first like promo segment, like automatically we just gelled together. Um, and then when we, like when we won the titles and to have a whole crowd of like 300 people just, just chanting for me, uh, because it was just such a special moment to have a woman, you know, hold a title that's only been held by men um, was really, really crazy to like for me. And then like, I mean, chaotic wrestling doesn't scream or anything. So usually like you come in the back and you look at your phone and, and like there's no notifications or anything from Twitter or whatever gifts and like one picture got posted of us with the titles and like my phone was had like messages 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 from fans from other people like other wrestlers like congratulating me it was just like really really unreal for me uh like to just have that amount of feedback um on like such a huge accomplishment and honestly it took me like a, a few days to be like wow this is like this is i mean i made history like it's really cool and um, you, you mentioned CW doesn't stream, but the match is on YouTube, so you, you can find it. Uh, and yeah, it is. It was just a crazy moment, you know. And towards the end, when I was watching, I was like, I didn't know where it was going to go because with the ref being down and then seeing the other ref slide in, it was like, holy shit, you know. Yeah. And then, and then the pop at the end, was it, it was just great. And I think it is showing that, you know, we're no longer treating women differently than men in wrestling, which is long overdue but the fact that it's it just continue the lines continue to to blur to where it's not going to exist is great oh yes a hundred percent all right um you've actually been able to wrestle a couple times during the current pandemic uh i know you wrestled uh you defended the wsu spirit title against basic becca at the 13th anniversary show (laughs) which was also a great match that was the first time i saw basic becca and you two you two had a great match Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Becca is um, one of Brian Fury's students. Um, so I think that was like maybe her eighth match or something. Um, she has so much promise. Um, I love her. Um, even though she kicked me so hard in the head, if you listen to it, uh, um, it's like sickening. Uh, um, and I had a lump on my temple for like three weeks. Um, and I definitely had a concussion, uh, which I like didn't even like think about except like when we were on the way home, I like got really nauseous and like puked twice. And I was oh. like, hey, whatever, I'm just car. It was like, no, <laughs> no. Um, but it's fine. I loved wrestling Becca. Um, she has so much talent, but it was bizarre to wrestle in front of 
know people. Like, uh, like I wrestled in front of, like, you know, not a lot of people. But when it's zero, like, and you're trying to time what, how, like, the match is going uh, based on what you feel should be getting the reaction is very, very difficult. And to still try to, like, lead someone who's very, very new um, and, like, there's no cheers or anything to cover up when you're, like, trying to communicate with someone. Uh, and, like, there's cameras right there that can pick up if you're, like, blatantly talking. It was really, really difficult. It was, like, a very weird, uh, weird thing. Like, I was like, oh, geez, this is so bizarre. Um, and, like, the poor girls, they had, we had to, like, cut a prank. And I'm like, nobody's doing anything. Like, nobody's cheering. Like, this is so awkward. Um, So, but I thought under the circumstances that, like, everybody did, everybody, not just in my match, but in the whole show, did really, really well. Um, And then when we did, like, the Limitless, like, the pandemic at the dojo, those are always super fun when your peers are surrounding the ring. Um, So that, at least when you have reactions to what you're doing it makes you like want to keep going um but it, during like the match with becca i was like i hope people are watching online they're like oh this match is good and they're popping at home and i'm just gonna pretend that they are <laughs> like, yeah, you almost wish that they could somehow find a way to like do a reverse feed so that you could get people's reactions back in there so that you right? know what's that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> if you just did like a giant video chat I feel like I don't know. That might work. That's crazy. I mean, I'm inventing new ways. You should mention that to Randy for the next <laughs> pandemic at the donation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what your match against Anthony Green was so fucking good. Thank R- ridiculously you. good, especially the circumstances. But I do love that they at least had you know, the other were, you know, other wrestlers and other people around the ring. Cause it did, that gave it the atmosphere that I felt like it, it definitely needed. Yes. Um, I think, um, it was, the tapings were done like before we knew how serious like this virus was. Um, so, um, if anybody's like upset that we got like a group of people in a room together, it was like, you know, it was, bef- it was like at that point it was like, Hey, you should have less than 200 people in a room or something. You know what I mean? Um, and it well, like limitless was supposed to run a show that weekend. Um, but they kept you know, like cutting down the body count. Um, so Randy was just like, no, it's just not going to work. We'll do a taping instead. And I love the tapings. Um, I think they're really fun. Um, wrestling Anthony is, um, one of my favorite things. He's so creative. Um, he challenges me every single time we wrestle. Um, I think maybe the first time we wrestled on a live show, wrestled each other singles was last year for wrestlemania week um for chaotic wrestling and um i wasn't booked for the show i needed a ride home from christian casanova who was kind enough to drive me back to massachusetts from new jersey um and i went i just went to meet him and uh jt dunn couldn't 
make the show. He was, like, trying to triple shot, and, like, so, I don't know, something happened. He got stuck in traffic or whatever, couldn't make it. Um, so Anthony was supposed to wrestle Tommy Dreamer, and they moved Tommy Dreamer to wrestle in the main event against Christian. And they're like, oh, well, who do we have Anthony wrestle? And I was, like, just sitting there, like, hungover and <laughs> didn't want to wrestle. And they're like, do you have your gear with you? And I was like, well, duh, because... I'm driving home, so yeah, I have my, all my luggage. And um, I had about, like, 30 minutes to get dressed, put on a face, and um, and put my match together with Anthony. And uh, I think we had, like, one of the best matches on the show because, like, the two of us just work really well together. And he uh, he really pushes me to do my best in the ring. Um, I wish they would release that one on YouTube. I've been hearing for, like, a year that they're going to. Um, it might be on like the chaotic network. Um, but it's definite, it was, it's one of my favorite matches. Um, to be able to, I, every time I wrestle Anthony, I love it. Except when we wrestled at Let's Wrestle, he gave me a pile driver and um, popped out my already injured shoulder. So that one Ooh. wasn't great, but <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like a good time, but it's always a positive when you have someone that you have great chemistry with and you're able to wrestle every time and, you know, still have it be different and engaging and exciting. Yes. So if anybody hasn't seen the pandemic at the dojo, uh, it's on YouTube. It's on IWTV. Check it out. It's one of my favorite matches. Uh, we try to go 30 minutes. We hit 20, but you know, it's kind of, it's a lot of time to fill. <laughs> it is, but I, it's, it is one of those matches though that you don't notice the time while you're watching it. Yes. Because, that, uh, yeah. I, I really enjoyed watching it back. And uh, I know it, it sounds dumb, but if you do have IWTV, try to watch it there so that Limitless can get <laughs> some more streaming money because everybody needs money right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, uh, promo code Limitless, I think, uh, is still a thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all the money that they make gets distributed to the wrestlers who participated. So watch it. <laughs> yeah. Get her paid. <laughs> um, when the pandemic is finally over, do you have some new goals for yourself? Um, yeah, uh, I really, like, I really want to wear my two new sets of gear that I got. <laughs> That's a goal. <laughs> um, but, uh, I want to, uh, make my way more over to the West Coast, um, that actually, Hopefully, when the pandemic is over, is actually happening. I have some some stuff scheduled out there. Um, I want um, to be more consistent with Beyond Wrestling. Um, I love Beyond. I love Uncharted Territory. Um, so I'd like to be um, there more, whether it's singles or whether it's um, with Top Dogs. Um, I would just love to be uh, there every week. Um, uh just and just continue um where uh where i've kind of grown in the last couple of years um shimmer was my big goal last year and i was able to do that um so to continue working there um i would like to travel more uh with jt i think we have a really great tag team and uh once the pandemic is over and we can uh kind of branch out of just chaotic um i think that would be really really fun um 
Germany is definitely on my list. Uh, the in the UK. Um, so I uh, I just want to travel more. Which I, all those are great goals, and I I hope you get to achieve all of them that you set and get to travel to a bunch of cool places. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, now the the last thing I want to know is is it okay if I ask you some rapid fire questions that have nothing to do with pro wrestling? Absolutely. Okay. What's your favorite theme park? Uh, oh my god, it's so lame. It's Canopy Lake in New Hampshire. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> this one's uh, always important to me. Grape or strawberry jelly? Uh, strawberry. Oh, that, that hurts me. I'm grape jelly. No, wait, no, 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 no. Grape. Oh. I changed my mind. Yeah, no, I don't like strawberries. I don't know why I said that. Oh, thank you. Someone else who does. I don't like strawberries at all. I don't know what it no, is. No, I'm really like I'm not a big fruit person. Um, it, to me, it all tastes really bitter. Um, so I like like blueberries. I don't mind grapes, but yeah, like uh, or like raspberries, orange. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't know why I said that. I, I don't know if it's the seeds. It's the CPE. Sorry. Were you saying it's the seeds too? Mm. I said it was the CTE oh, for my strawberry. But I um this yeah I don't like seeds and stuff. It's gross. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I'm grape jelly gang for life. I'm glad to hear you are too. <laughs> uh, what's the worst car you ever owned? A 1999 Toyota Corolla. Um, it was my first car ever, and um, it was reconstructed. Means it was completely totaled and oh. put back together. And I think they painted it with black nail polish. Oh, yeah. Oh. Her name was Bum Shimmy Quiqua. My brother <laughs> named it. I had her for about three months before oh. um the oil started leaking into the radiator and i was like i should get a new car yeah that's a sign yeah. <laughs> uh what animal terrifies you the most a honey badger really honey badgers don't give a fuck i mean they don't and just just watching the videos of them getting just bit the fuck up by all them nasty poisonous snakes and then just yeah. waking up hours later is is kind of crazy yeah there's there's <laughs> I mean, I love them, but they're scary as fuck. And uh, crocodiles. Crocodiles, alligators, ter also terrifying. Yeah, but I mean, I guess there's something comforting in the fact that if you can run in a zigzag pattern, you might be able to get away to safety. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I, I don't think I could. <laughs> I'd be dead. <laughs> and the last question I have is, what is the creepiest basement you have ever been in and why? Oh, creepiest basement. Oh my gosh. Um I don't know if it's like creepy, but Anthony Green's wrestle basement <laughs> is just it's like a shrine. Um and it's like a hoarder all at once and it's like how do you have so much stuff? It's just like, it's overwhelming. Um, the amounts of wrestling memorabilia is in the basement. It's, it's just, I, I'm, I'm a minimalist. Okay. So I have like nothing. This kid, it gives me anxiety being in the basement and just seeing all of the stuff. It's well organized. I'll give him that. But it's, it's unreal. 
Uh, if everything goes right, I'm supposed to have him and Ava on in a couple days, so I will bring that up. <laughs> yeah, it's how, like, I, Ava will say the same thing. It's un, it's unbelievable. Like, and then, like, sometimes, like, you wake up and, like, Hulk Hogan is staring at you. Like, terrifying. Or, like, The Undertaker is staring at you. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, can we please? Is it, is like, is it the Hulk Hogan know. poster with, like, the lightning in the background and his eyes are super wide? It might be. Because I'm have, not 100% sure. I but. had that one as a kid, and even that, like, Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler, you know, ever at that point. And even I woke up a few times like, holy shit, what is he staring at? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of um, many other basements I've been in. Um Besides, maybe like my me like my childhood basement was pretty creepy, uh, just because like it's a basement. Um, but yeah, Anthony, he just has too much stuff, and it makes me want to throw everything away um, because that's the kind of individual I am. Um, he's like I'm a collector, and I'm like, no, you're a hoarder. Um, but that's that's me. If people like stuff like that and like to collect like figures and stuff, more power to them. I cannot do it. I think it's all junk. Well, there you go. There's your new, uh, your new uh, content to create during the pandemic. You can just go to people's houses and tell them that they're hoarders and get them to throw all their shit away. Oh, my God. Just Marie Kondo everything <laughs> and just make people throw things away. Yes. I actually would love that. If I was like, I'll go in like a full hazmat suit and just throw people's stuff away. I would love it. Like. Like, and then when people, like, they're posting that they're cleaning and, like, purging their houses, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm purged, like, so much. Like, I to find new things to throw away every single day because I don't think I need it that day. And then I need, I actually do. Um, but, yeah, this, that's me. I have, like, nothing. <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much again for doing this. I really appreciate it when, you know, someone who's, a name throughout our area of the country even talks to me in my creepy, stupid basement. So thank you. Oh my gosh. That's the nicest thing anybody said to me. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me and, uh, you know, taking me away from my real job for a little bit. This has been fun. <laughs> well, thank you. And hopefully one day I can talk to you again once all this is over. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody, that was Davian. Uh, as I was saying before, you can find a lot of her stuff on YouTube. Uh, you can follow her on social media. Uh, just search Davian, and I think it's two underscores for both, I think, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, okay. It took me a while to think. I don't know why, but it did. Uh, so thank you guys for, uh, for sticking through all this, and uh, hopefully enjoyed it. I really liked that interview. I thought that was a really fun one. And I love it when, you know, you can have fun talking to these wrestlers who should have no business talking to shitty old me. <laughs> so, uh, as always, uh, follow me on everything you can. Uh, Facebook, just search Alone in the Basement. Instagram's Alone in the Basement. Twitter is AITB Podcast. Uh, shout out to Mark Adam Haggerty for picking me today to win his uh, seminar on Twitter. I love him. Uh, if you, by any chance, listen to the just the end of this, just to hear your name, I love you. And thank you. Uh, as always, though, I love all of you and uh, love my beautiful wife, Shelby, who puts up with all of my shit. Uh, so I'll talk to you guys in a couple days or tomorrow, I think it is. Love you. Bye.